Facebook content strategy. Is it better to post at non-peak times? This is the audio version of the blog post that can be found at johnlumer.com slash peak. Alright, so first let me be very careful about the information I'm about to share with you. It'll be easy for some to see this as either a loophole that can be exploited to reach the news feed or a hard and fast rule about when you should post. This is neither. What I'm sharing here is merely anecdotal, based on what I've seen recently in my results. It's a sign that Facebook may have tweaked something, or it could be an unexplained phenomenon limited just to my page. But I've heard enough from other page managers that I think there's something to it. And regardless, there are reasons why posting in the way I'm about to explain should be successful. First of all, the best time to post myth. So for years, we've seen scores of reports proclaiming the best time to post. It could be at 8 a.m. on Monday, for example, but such reports were flawed in so many ways. First, they were based on a mashup of data from different brands and users from around the world. What is good for me is not necessarily good for you, and time zone never seemed to be accounted for in these results. But that was the obvious weakness in proclaiming a best time to post. There's another issue that most have failed to understand. These reports label the time the best because that's when the most users were online. But in reality, this also creates the most possible competition at those times. If you post at 8 a.m. when the most people are online, that also gives your post the most possible competition. Facebook will then need to filter out more noise to show the posts that people will care about most. The result? You are bound to reach a lower percentage of people who are online at that time. Now, while I do tend to use the most fans online time as a starting point for posting, it's looking more and more like that's not particularly effective. So, when my fans are online, as you can see from this graph, of course you can't see it, but uh, if you go to johnlimmer.com peak, you'll see it there. My number of fans online is highest between about 6 a.m. and 3 p.m. my time. There are an average of 17,518 fans online at that time. The least activity occurs between 10 p.m. and 3 a.m. my time when there are an average of 12,261 fans online, or about 70% of peak activity. You'd expect that my results would follow accordingly. You'd expect my posts at peak times to receive more reach and engagement than my posts at non-peak times. But lately, that's far from the case. So peak time performance. While I don't obsess over reach, this metric is actually the best starting point since I can separate both the paid from unpaid performance using organic reach. I can't see, for example, how many people engaged when seeing my post organically versus when it was an ad. That's why I got to uh, focus here first, even though I can't stand reach. So let's take a look at the organic reach of my posts during peak times from March 12th through April 8th. Uh, where there are 27 total posts that I looked at. Again, this is when there are an average of 12,261 fans online. 
So I split this up according to post type since we, we know this can make a difference. And uh, so according to my graph, links uh, with an 8,574 average reach and status updates with an average of 8,629 are reaching more people than photos, 6,900 during peak times, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. So how about that non-peak time performance? Note that I have a strategy that includes sharing evergreen links at late at night. So therefore, I've only shared links during non-peak times. I'm not doing any photos. I'm not doing, uh, uh, I'm not doing text updates at non-peak times in most cases. I shared just as many posts in this study during peak times as non-peak times. So again, that was 27. However... I'm reaching more people with link, links during non-peak times, 12,963 average versus peak times when it was 8,574. Quite the difference. How about other times? So up until now, we've looked at the times between 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. and 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. But what about the other times? There were 35 of these posts and links with 11,982 average, outreach photos with a 7,890, and status updates with 8,738. So let's mash this all together now. So let's have a comparison of organic reach. Um, and, and, you know, as a reminder, I only use links during non-peak times, so that's really all that matters here. So posts published during the peak times were consistently outperformed by posts published during non-peak or other times. This despite the fact that only about 70% of the fans were online during the non-peak times. When I take a look at my top 10 posts by organic reach during this period, only one, which was number eight, was posted during peak times. The post that received the most distribution was shared at 1.20 a.m. my time and reached 33,344 people. Remember, these late-night posts aren't breaking news or shares of new blog posts. They're all reshares of older evergreen content, so it's not like we'd expect these to go viral. It's really the peak time stuff that we'd expect to go viral. Really briefly now, before we move on, an important point that needs to be addressed on organic reach. Now, I'd be foolish not to point out that Facebook has changed the way they report organic reach. In my mind, it's now underreported when you promote a post. If you reach a user both organically and paid, Facebook only counts that person as paid. Because of that, the organic reach numbers for any post that was promoted are a bit misleading. And since I promote most new blog posts that are shared during peak times, it's important to, to point out. But let's also take a look at actions now. Now, we all know that actions are more important than reach. At least, I hope we all know that. So I wanted to see how website clicks stacked up during these times whenever I shared a link. The important thing here is that I need to label any post the received promotion, since that significantly impacts the numbers. So I want to take a look at the top 10 performing link posts by website clicks. And uh, this is an example of why you should read the post. I'm not going to read through all the numbers here. 
Uh, but again, johnlimmer.com slash peak. That's P-E-A-K. But the, the number one uh, for link clicks was a peak time post. However, the majority of that reach was paid. Uh, ten, oh, almost 11,000 people reached were paid versus only 6,000 organically. After that, there was only one other peak uh, post in here that, that got that many link clicks. Got over 500 link clicks. That was, again, number eight. Everything else was non-peak or other. So while the top performing posts was shared during peak times, most of those people were reached with an ad. Only one more of these posts was shared during peak times. That one generated the eighth most link clicks, though it didn't receive promotion. I also find it interesting that neither of the two posts shared during peak times were published during the highest activity period. Um, early morning usually during those peak hours um, the one the, the the first ones shared at 11 22 a.m my time and the other one was at 2 31 p.m so how about some conclu- conclusions it's important to note that we're dealing with relatively small sample sizes here of course but it'd be foolish to ignore the potential trend one would expect that posts published when 30 percent fewer fans are online would not only reach fewer people, but receive fewer desired actions. I'm certainly not seeing that right now. A big reason for this is because I have an international audience, and as a result, I don't have the huge disparity of fans online during peak versus not peak times that many brands will have. So undoubtedly, that international audience is helping me. But that isn't the only explanation here, since this still ignores the fact that I have fewer fans online during those times. My opinion, in my opinion, the explanation is pretty simple. It's good content plus less competition equals high performance. A typical Facebook user will have about 1,500 potential stories on a given day. Facebook filters that down to about 300. Clearly, Facebook needs to do more filtering during peak times due to the competition level. If you post at times when you have fans online but there's less noise in the newsfeed, the probability you'll be filtered out decreases. But there's an added benefit here. Story bumping. I'm hearing more and more from my friends on the East Coast that they're seeing my late night posts at the top of their news feeds when they get up in the morning. An easy explanation for this is that posts already have momentum because they were shown during low competition times and received high engagement. So Facebook surfaced those posts in favor of other newer posts published during peak times. Or so I think. It's difficult, even impossible to know for sure, but this is certainly something worth monitoring. Do my results mean you should start posting only at 2 a.m.? No, of course not. It's exactly what I'm trying to avoid here. If everyone suddenly starts posting at 2 a.m., competition increases and their benefits disappear. What it means is you should look at the composition of your fan base and experiment. Always experiment. Have you seen similar results? Let me know.